States of America. It's been 35 long years. Let's see, I've been waiting 35 years. It's finally coming home, baby. It's coming home. You are looking live at Clemson Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina, where the game of the weekend is about to unfold. Calma, regresa al backfield. De John Watson, pase, touchdown, touchdown, Clemson, Clemson, un segundo. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. How great is this? This, this could be the final play of the college season, perhaps, if Clemson gets a touchdown to win it. If Bama can hold them out, perhaps a field goal attempt for overtime. Watson, touchdown! Hunter Renfro. Little man makes another enormous play. And Clemson runs out of the field and celebrates. They come to California and strike gold. And now, William Qualkenbush and Ben Milstead with Out of Bounds on the Roar. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us. We are live on the roar on a Tuesday, March the 7th, 2023. Thanks so much for joining us here on Out of Bounds. William Cloggenbush, Ben Milstead, yet another multi-site show here in early March. I'm at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. Beautiful Doug Kingsmore Stadium where, once again, I'm going to brag about the weather conditions out here uh, ben is inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The only thing better than uh, a climate-controlled indoor facility is an outdoor facility that feels climate-controlled. How about 77 degrees with a slight breeze? We're talking winds out of the west-southwest at 7 miles per hour. Humidity is at 30% right now. Our first pitch, pitch temperature today at 4 o'clock here at Duckingsmore Stadium is 78 degrees and by the end of the game it won't fall any further than the mid 60s i mean just another uh beautiful day eric baggage said in our pregame interview that i recorded about 45 minutes or so ago uh he called it a chamber of commerce day uh that is bob mahoney's favorite way that i phrase weather days so if you're indoors in a windowless facility just know that outdoors where the people are it is beautiful uh, ben Milstead, how are you today, sir? I, I, I'm fine, Mr. Cantori. Appreciate you joining the show today, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad to hear everything is good over in Studio S over in Clemson. Uh, great day to play baseball. Hopefully you get a good a good game to call this afternoon. You know, I am looking forward to that, too. Kate Grice on the mound for the first time this year today for Clemson. Uh, for East Tennessee State, it's Landon Smitty, who's a senior, whose numbers are a bit inflated. But again, we're we're talking uh, we're talking uh, early season still. And I know in speaking with Eric Backich already this morning that he is ready to get back on the field and to you know kind of get the bad taste out of your mouth. He did make a comment before we uh, before we turn the recording on. He made a comment that it stinks because. You know, they felt like they were so close to winning the game on Saturday, and he said that they knew, they kind of knew, based on what they had projected on Sunday, that it would be an uphill battle to go there and win, just realistically. And so he said, you know, Saturday we kind of shot our shot with who was available and trying to put the right pitches on the mound. 
And he said what stinks is we were very close and we did a lot of good things offensively. And Tristan, you know, gave a good start. And now we have to wear it for 361 days. And so he's like, yeah, I'm turning the page, but I'm also mad that I got to wear it for 361 days over the weekend. And um, he, I think he's really looking forward to the opportunity of a five-game week to kind of see what this team is about, um, to see how guys respond, and to see who you know feels comfortable in different roles. Um, I can tell you Caden Grice is pitching, but he's not in the lineup today. It doesn't sound like uh, he's going to be in the lineup tomorrow. We'll kind of cross that bridge when we get there, but it sounds like maybe, uh, you know, his struggles have, have pushed him out of the lineup, at least for the time being. It doesn't seem like a permanent deal, but just to give everybody a heads up on that. Uh, also, in terms of baseball today, we have tickets to give away, and so we'll do that a little bit later on in the show. In fact, uh, 105. Uh, 105 will give away those tickets. We have a set of four and a set of two, so just mark your calendar, set your alarms, and uh, get ready at 105. Uh, we will give you a little trivia to uh, to give away some tickets to baseball today. Uh, ben, I want to say before we get too deep into it, we didn't say a word about spring practice yesterday, so we'll get into some thoughts on that. I have not spoken one iota with you about the spring, and so I am very interested in your burning questions and things that we realistically could get to the bottom of. I'm going to know from some of you. What are your burning questions? 654-ROAR, 654-7627. If you'd like to join us on the phone, 654-7627 on the Adams Go Roofing text line as well. Before we do that, though, Ben, I I have to say a big congratulations to you. And in a broader way, and perhaps a more important sense, allegedly, congratulations to Furman. You believed in Furman, not just to win but to cover. I thought Furman would win but didn't trust him. And I thought I was going to be right there for a little bit in the, uh, you know, the, the latter stages of the game, but they made a lot of plays down the stretch. And for a team that under Bob Ritchie is, um, you know, I would say they've been underachieving, but that's, that's not really it because they have been, if you look at it, they have been a top 100 Ken Palm team every single year that he's been there at Furman. Uh, right now, they are a top 100 Ken Palm team. They're, they're sitting at 90, and they've been 74, 96, 81, 59, 95. Um, they, they've, they've been really good at basketball since Bob Ritchie got there and then even before when Nico Medved started, and yet they have not been able to get over the hump, uh, even with a, a one seed a time or two in the SOCON tournament with a two seed, favorable draws, all this stuff. They just have not been able to do it, and it's been some heartbreaking fashion. And so I know we have a lot of Furman listeners. This is a great day for Furman. The first time they go to the NCAA tournament in 43 years, I think the seventh time in school history. I think that's correct. Um, th- this is huge, and especially for Bob Ritchie, who was, you know, has built something, as I said, legitimately consistent and, and a high-level uh, mid-major type program at Furman that the people have gotten behind. They had a great crowd in Asheville last night at the SOCON championship. And so it's just really, it's really nice and gratifying to see them be able to uh, hang a conference championship banner to see what kind of draw they get in the, in the uh, NCAA tournament, because I'll be honest, they're going to be a tough out for, for most teams. I think there's a certain kind of matchup that is problematic for them, but man, they can score it. Uh, They play a fun style. 
people are going to really like watching them play, and they may be able to watch them play more than once, depending on the seating and uh, depending on uh, who they draw. But, Ben, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching Furman pull it out last night. I know you did as well. I did. I watched uh, the majority of that game, and, man, Furman jumped on them early and had a big lead, and then, they, you know, Chattanooga kind of got back in it. But you just had this feeling like there was this added determination and motivation, you know, perhaps from what happened last year to right that wrong. And you know, they were they were clearly the better team, uh, and to you know to their credit, they they won both halves and you know won it probably a little closer than the final score indicated in terms of how it went down the stretch. There, I mean, Chattanooga gave them a good fight, but uh, man, what a what a game! And really happy for the Paladins um, to to get the to get the automatic bid. You're right. You know they they have been building towards this. I think there was a there was a graphic last night about uh, the number of 25 win seasons they've had. I want to say it's three out of the last five. Just just tremendous, and I'm glad they're going to get a little recognition here in uh, in the big dance. Yeah, for sure. It's it's been a long time coming. I mean, we all know. Shoot, if you're a Furman fan, you've seen. Uh, about 716 times that uh, miraculous half-court shot from uh, John Baptiste from Chattanooga last year that cost Furman a chance in a game where I, I mean, I thought they were better. I mean, they had to come back in that game and and uh, took the lead late, and you thought that was going to be it, and um, and of course they got their heart broken. They've had their heart broken by Wofford more than once, and so uh, again, this was incredibly gratifying. And the other thing is, you know, with, with what Furman did, uh, they, you know, they set themselves up for success. We, we know that and being the one seed and having a very good year. On the other hand, Ben, we have seen quite a bit of carnage on one seeds. That there have been one, two, three, four, five. There have been five bids locked in so far. And of those five bids, only two went into their tournament, at, or excuse me, only three went into their tournament as one seeds. Actually, let me recount. We've had six bids locked in so far, not including Fairleigh Dickinson, who has taken on Merrimack, who can't go. So Fairleigh Dickinson is playing Merrimack for a league championship with the knowledge that they're already in the tournament as the automatic qualifier for the Northeast Conference. That game is coming up later tonight. But uh, three of the six bids that have locked in are non-one seeds. We have a couple other tournaments. Hofstra has been knocked out of the CAA in the quarterfinals um, by UNCW. That happened yesterday. That was my uh, dumb decision to take Hofstra minus 7.5. Eastern Washington lost to the nine seed, I think, in the Big Sky Tournament. And we've had a couple other one seeds that survived really close calls, including Furman against Western Carolina. Um, Oral Roberts had a close call the other day uh, in the Summit League semifinals. And so I I feel like being a one seed, yes, it, it means you were the best team in your league, but it doesn't always mean that you're the favorite to, to win the league, and it doesn't always mean that you're the team that has the maybe the best chance or is going to end up with the, the best draw to go ahead and take it home. With the, with the knowledge of that, what Furman did, in my opinion, is pretty impressive. Like, it's obviously difficult to go into a one-bid leagues tournament – 
and knowing that if you know you you played well in a regular season, but if you don't play well for like three days or four days or whatever the case may be, depending on the format, two days in some of these tournaments, that you're not going to be able to you know you're not going to be able to go to the to the NCAA tournament, and there is there is some real pressure that teams feel on that. And so uh, I just think it's great. I think it's great that this team got what they deserve, that they, uh, that, they, that they are able to reap the rewards of all their efforts, that the fans are able to enjoy it, that Bob Ritchie's able to enjoy it, that all these players, this veteran roster of guys that have stuck around and, and been a part of some really fun things but have never gotten to experience this, that's what this time of year is really about. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Faxon. Our guy, Faxon Childress, he was in the building last night in Asheville, and he joined us right now before we take our first break. Faxon, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? What's up, Clark? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, last night got the chance to uh, be in the building up in Asheville at the Harris, uh, Harris Cherokee Center and witness the SoCon final. I've gone up the last couple of years to watch Furman. Obviously, last year ended in heartbreak, but this year – I was a little more invested than usual because I got to call some of their games, uh, do some broadcasting, got to know some of the players and staff pretty well. And I just got to say, like, I'm so proud of every single person on the team and the staff. And I feel like an underrated element of this that a lot of people aren't talking about is the pressure that was put on not just the players as the preseason favorites, but head coach Bob Ritchie. You know, the narrative from the mainstream media, from the national media was that Bob Ritchie, you know, was that next trendy, sexy, up-and-coming hire that could potentially get a Power 5 job, but he couldn't win the big game. And that was the narrative surrounding Bob Ritchie was, oh, well, he can't get it done in the big game. They haven't got over the hump to make the NCAA tournament, and that's what's hindering him from being a Power 5 coach. And last night, he shut up a lot of critics. J.P. Pegues, who was not named to an all-SOCON team, even though he had my vote, also shut up a lot of critics and won the tournament MVP. So, the big three shine for the Paladins last night. I'm just really proud of all those guys, really proud of all the coaches. And it really not a more deserving person in college basketball than Bob Ritchie, who's been through so many trials and tribulations to get to that moment last night and to finally hang a banner for Furman and break that 40-plus year streak. It was just really a special moment to witness in person. Yeah, it was cool. And uh, like we said, I mean, they were feeling a little game pressure and they, they made some plays down the stretch and did a good job there. It also helped that, uh, you know, like Samford cleared out. They had a couple teams clear out, uh, and they were able to face some lower seeds, although Chattanooga didn't play like a seven seed last night. I actually thought Chattanooga was pretty good. Yeah, and Stevens for Chattanooga, who was their best player, missed like half the season. So they were probably the two or the three in that league if, if Stevens would have stayed healthy the whole time. And then I think fatigue just finally caught up to them at the end because they were the seven seed, so they had to play that extra game on day one. And it felt like Stevens and a couple of their guards were just like laboring down the stretch from fatigue. I mean, four games in four days is absolutely wild. Yeah, I know. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, Furman, they're able to kick it down. Uh, we talked about yesterday on the show, you got to kick that door down. And they did it last night, and the Paladin fans should rejoice today. I know they're on cloud nine. Faxon, thanks for the report. Appreciate it, buddy, and uh, I hope you got at least a little sleep. College kids don't get a lot of sleep, and uh, I know it was a late night for you last night. Yeah, appreciate taking the call, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I got facts and Childress. Love it. Uh, 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 I would say a live report, but it was a it was a, a post action report uh, from the scene in Asheville. All right, let's take a break, and we come back. We'll go to the phones again. Six five four Roar is the number. Also, a couple interesting texts on the Adams Coverfing text line. We're talking lots of football. We're talking lots of hoops. We're talking Clemson baseball as they get ready to play East Tennessee State. 3.30 pregame, 4 o'clock first pitch today. Stay with us. Out of Bounds continues after this.
M&J Auto Parts is your local independent auto parts warehouse. If you have an import, domestic, or slingshot vehicle, we have the parts you need. With over 100 years of staff experience, we'll get you back on the road quickly and affordably. We have also partnered with Jasper Engines and Carrier of Country Off-Roading Parts. All parts carry a national warranty, so if a part fails, you are covered. Visit our warehouse, 106 West Wade Hampton Boulevard, Greer, or call us at 864-469-9389. We are here to help you. M&J Auto Parts skeptic about septic? Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Did you know your septic tank should be pumped every three to five years? With their maintenance plan, you don't need to worry. They take care of it. When it comes to septic tanks, prevention through routine maintenance is key. Their plumbers are fully trained, licensed, and qualified to provide the best experience the first time. So whether you need a pump or repair, don't be a skeptic on septic. Call the experts, the plumbing experts. Visit online at theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured. Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers! When you ask people here what's the one thing that makes Diamonds Direct their favorite jeweler, for some, it's the unbeatable pricing. We get it through our direct importer, No Middleman Connections, the foundation of our business since day one. For others, it's uncompromising quality, from hand-selected diamonds to handcrafted designer rings, only the best of the best. Some people put selection at the top of their list, as Diamonds Direct offers up to 30 times the options you expect from a typical jewelry retailer. For some, it's our luxurious showroom with diamond experts who genuinely care about your experience and happiness and who are empowered to do whatever it takes for you. Others rave about Diamonds Direct's unmatched warranties and guarantees and an extraordinary 110% diamond upgrade promise. But you know the most often answer we get when asking what makes Diamonds Direct stand out? It's not one thing. It's everything. Diamonds Direct. Value, luxury, choices, and confidence. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. 
gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Uh, only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Quite often, animals show us how to be our best selves. They make us laugh when we've had a hard day, smile when it's raining, and cuddle when we just need a companion. Sometimes pet owners need a little help with their care. And that's why Clemson Paw Partners was created, offering low-cost spay, neuter, and vaccinations for dogs and cats in the upstate. All staff except vets and techs are 100% unpaid volunteers with big hearts for helping animals in our community. Donate and learn more today at ClemsonPawPartners.org. HTI is hosting a hiring event for Temp to Hire Assemblers at Danfoss and Easley, March 9th from 10 till 2. First shift pay $17 an hour, second and third shift $18 an hour. Candidates will need to pass a background check and drug screening. HTI offers paid time off along with health, dental, and vision insurance. To learn more and RSVP for the Danfoss hiring event, go to htijobs.com events. The event is at Danfoss, located at 1407 Pelzer Highway in Easley, March 9th, 10 till 2. The Bojangler's back at Bojangles, a crispy fish fillet dusted with Bo's famous seasoning, with the same bold flavor as their chicken and fries. Hook one while you can. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the upstate. Bring back the option. Nobody does it better than us. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Continues out of bounds. 654 Roars, the number 654-7627. If you'd like to join us on the phones or on the Adams of Carroofing text line. You know, a text from the 864 uh, gets in on the Adams Carroofing text line. says, uh, those teams that lost, those one seeds that lost, are potential Clemson NIT opponents or potential opponents for anybody in the NIT for that matter. And uh, that's exactly right. That's why I've always said, and people get mad, but it's true that it's easier to make the NCAA tournament than it's ever been uh, because of, uh, you know, because of creating the additional spots. But it's more difficult to make the NIT than it's ever been. And so, like, making missing the NCAA tournament going, oh, well, you're going to go to the NIT. It's not always that simple, depending on how many one seeds, uh, how many one seeds lose. Um, so, again, you've already got what? And I don't, I'll, I'll admit, I don't actually know the situation with Merrimack whether Merrimack is ineligible for NCAA tournament but is eligible for the NIT. I actually – I probably should look that up. I don't, I don't know that. But Southern Miss, Moorhead State, Bradley, Youngstown State, Hofstra, and Eastern Washington are already in the NIT. So that's – you're already down to 26 spots with a slew of additional one-bid uh, leagues that still have not started their tournament or still have the one seeds playing and vulnerable to a loss. So, again, something to monitor. Let's go to Roadrunner Russ, who's up with us next here in Hour 1 of the program. What's up, Russ? What's going on, y'all? Doing great, man. Thanks for getting in. Got a couple. Absolutely, man. My two favorite people, Quack and Bitter Ben. Love it. Uh, I, I got a question. I got a question, man. Um, Call to Charleston. You guys know I've been high on them since I probably called in. They were 8-1, and one, maybe. Um, we're down to the crunch time. 
And being a colonial, my first question is, if they win, they're in, obviously. But if they lose, the way they've played, a little bit of a resume, I know the Colonial, they don't usually give at-larges to smaller conferences like that, but do the Cougs have to win to get this thing into the dance to put the slippers on? Um, yes. Question one. My answer to that would be Agreed. yes. Uh, th- three and one between quad one and twos. I mean, uh, unfortunately, they really have not played anybody. And, and, and now they're very good. In fact, I, I, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win the Colonial tonight. And it's, you know, I mean, they're, they've handled UNC Wilmington twice this year. Uh, I, I think they're going to win pretty big tonight. So not going to matter. But a loss would be devastation, correct? I don't think they would get in. What do you think, Quark? I think that's right. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at the the resume right now. They have 17 quad four wins, and I, I've I still think that how you play is uh, is more important than who you play. I mean, we talked about that several times, and I think there should be uh, a sort of spot in the tournament for a team that's you know that's won 29 games. If you, if you if you win 29 out of 33 games, like I don't I don't care who you are, I don't care who you play. That's impressive, but with the with the the way that things are right now, um, I, I just I don't see a way. They don't have a single quad one win, which also hurts them. They are three and zero in quad two. The best win that they have, I'm trying to see. The best win they have is probably Virginia Tech. Um, they beat Kent State at home too. That's a good one. They won at Towson. That's a pretty good win. But uh, like you say, they didn't. I mean, they weren't challenged at all. In, in terms of quad one in the non-conference. So I think that is going to hurt them in the eyes of many. And I agree with Ben. I think that it, it should be a shoe-in, especially that Hallstra got tripped up early. Uh, that was the one team, the Flying Dutchman, that was the one team that I uh, could see maybe causing some issues for the Cougars. But um, hopefully it's a W for the state. Uh, also, congratulations to Furman. 1980 was a long time ago. Congratulations to that program. I've got a lot of friends that went there, have played there. I'm over the moon for them. And secondly, uh, could be a left field question for you guys, but I want to get the the opinion. We have all this net, quad, this, that, and the other. Why is this team in before? I feel a lot of confusion with the net. Um, What if we just told Vegas, look, you give us 64 teams. You make most of the calls anyway. Now, I understand collusion can happen, and it probably already does. But Vegas, you give us the 64 teams. You see them the way you feel properly in the best matchups because you make the point spreads anyway. So, interesting question. How do you feel about it going from a committee to strictly Vegas? Which would be a committee of Vegas, who is Vegas, we don't know. But just a question to pose. It's an interesting question, Russ. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you, Ben. We've talked about this a little bit um, with football, where, you know, every single time they're like, people will say, well, Alabama's not in the playoff, but if they were, they'd be favored in Vegas by four and a half, you know, uh, over teams that did make it. I think that's too simplistic, and it also it creates brand-new criteria. And the criteria basically are this. And, Ben, you you tell me if you disagree with these two main criteria. 
One is, do you have a band of loyal followers who will bet you? And I, I mean either the betting public or you just got a bunch of alums that are going to like you and bet you. That is how you create an edge in Vegas, and that's what Vegas tries to you know, sometimes Vegas will give a team a couple points because you're trying to encourage action on both sides. And you know that if you put the line at a quote-unquote logical place, that uh, it won't be enough for the public who are going to bet you. So that's number one. And then number two, it takes the element out of play of have you been good all year? It's the resume element. The thing about Vegas is they are simply looking at matchups that stand in front of us right now. They are not looking at what you've done previously. And, I mean, say what you want about the net. One thing that I like about the net is that it's not completely predictive in that it will give credence to how you've been playing all season. So that would be my response there. Uh, yeah, that, that pretty much covers it. I like that. I mean, I, mean, I, like, I, would, love to, I would love for, you know, the, the best 68 teams to get in. That's fine. And honestly, from a seeding standpoint – you probably should um, try to seed teams based on their potential to achieve throughout the tournament. I think that should be an element at play, but it can't be the whole ball game, and that's the only part that uh, that's the only part that Vegas cares about. Let's go to Galen, who's up with us next in Pendleton. What's up, Galen? Hey, man. I just wanted. To, uh, I'm a Gamecock 100, percent but you made the baseball games that you called. Inter, very entertaining, and I appreciate it. It's it's almost a throwback, man. It, it was really you and your partner uh, were were awesome calling the games this weekend. Well, thank you so much, man. I I really appreciate that, and I appreciate. Listen, I like the I like the guys who were doing radio for South Carolina too. So I I'm, I don't mean no disrespect here to them, but that that means a lot to for you know a gamecock who could have gotten a homer broadcast to listen to us. I I I can't tell you how much I, that I means. Over. Yeah, I flipped over Saturday and Sunday, man, and um, I, I like those guys. Don't get me wrong, but there's something about you know how you call a game. You know, you might be some MLB teams uh, knocking on your door soon. Yeah, you do a good job, very good job. Oh, well, thank you so much, Galen. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks very much. I right. um, have a good day, I, man. All right, you too. Thanks very much. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's a great plug for you can listen in three hours. We're going to be calling another baseball game. Uh, Brad Owens and I will be on the call there. And that's also a credit to uh, to Bob Mahoney. I want to give Bob some props. I love calling games with Bob. He's great. Um, he's great company in the car, too, like going down to Columbia and back and uh, sharing stories. And he's just – I just enjoy talking to Bob. And so, of course, we're going to enjoy talking about baseball even when uh, the game doesn't feel great and – even though the the game doesn't look great, like uh, like on Sunday, so I appreciate uh, I appreciate Galen getting in with that. That was that was really really cool. Great. So now we have Skinny Quack and Great Broadcaster Quack. <laughs> Lovely. Yes, uh, my <laughs> wife is gonna my wife is gonna text me about something I said wrong in this in this segment just to just to bring me down a little bit. She's really good at yeah. uh, at doing that. Yeah. My wife is very supportive, but she will tell me when I say something weird. We appreciate Uncle Galen calling in, too. <laughs> See you at the family reunion in March. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chad, the mailman says, I mean, talk about this Vegas conversation. He says, no, no, no. Vegas would have Bama the one seed in the CFP every year. That, that, that I mean, he's right. That, but that's why, that's why you, can't, you can't do that. Because Las Vegas' number one concern is not plotting teams uh, that are the, the 
you know, that have had the best seasons or whatever. It's not rewarding teams that have had the best seasons. It's simply saying on a neutral floor who would win this game and this game and this game. And that just – it doesn't take into account enough stuff, which is also why, Ben, you can find good value if you know what you're looking at. Uh, you can find good value in some seat, some teams that are seated too high, quote-unquote too high, and some teams that are seated too low in uh, in the tournament. And you know what? This is a, this is a good time to bring this up. I was going to wait a little bit later, but we'll go ahead and do this. We are on the same page, I think, with the first game of the day in the ACC men's basketball tournament. That's right, people. I know we've got in our minds that Clemson uh, plays Thursday, and if you're a Clemson fan, the tournament starts Thursday. The tournament starts in like an hour and 25 minutes with Georgia Tech and Florida State. This is a perfect example of how Vegas should not be in charge of this. Ben, do you know Georgia Tech has covered the spread in nine consecutive games? Nine consecutive games, including an outright win as a small underdog at Boston College on Saturday. Now, I don't think that's news to you because I know how you feel about this game. Yeah, I was going to say I would refer you to the OOB uh, Pickham's Dock, and you would probably see there that I was aware of that. Uh, it is interesting that that line has gone down a half point in the last hour. Uh, where So that means Florida State's getting a little more love. Uh, Georgia Tech has quietly ended the season on an uptick. And it's surprising, I know, because, you know, once you're, once you're kind of out of it, you, people stop paying attention to you. But, but Georgia Tech has a couple of impressive wins on the road. Uh, not only that they won, but the fact, but how they won, like they go to the carrier dome and win or whatever it is now that building (laughs) and win by 20 over Syracuse. And then look, winning at Boston college is no easy task. I I know firsthand, uh, Virginia (laughs) knows, you know, I mean, it's, it's been, they can beat you there. Um, so they, they've got those two wins. And, and really have played well down the stretch here. In fact, I'm just one, two, three, four, five. They are five and one out of their last six games. Um, I, you know, I don't know why they are uh, playing better, but they are. And, and Florida State, you know, man, you watch them play. And you keep thinking that, that it, the light's going to come on. And it just never has. And, I mean, it's perhaps because... The light's not on because their bulbs are in injury clothes over on the sidelines, in a couple of cases. Uh, but I, I don't. I'm, I'm more surprised that the line is only one and a half now, than anything. No, I agree with that. I mean, it, it feels like this should be a five or six point spread, and so, and, and Ben, I'll, I'll give you this one too. Not only has Georgia Tech covered nine in a row, Ben, they have hit the over in six straight games. And Florida State is hitting the over a lot recently. They have gone under, but the totals have been over 150 in the games that they've gone under in the last two. They would have gone the, over this total in every game in their last, I think, seven of their last eight. They would have gone over this total. The total in this game, and I know first game to tournaments or maybe a little bit lackluster. There's going to be tens of people there. I get it. The total is 144.5. Ben, not only am I going Georgia Tech minus two, but I'm taking the over in this game. I'm throwing 30 down on Georgia Tech minus two, and I'm throwing 20 down on the over, 
So at the very least, I'm going to have a way to scrape back some of my losses there if Florida State gets a wild hair and decides to win this thing. So that's two picks in hour one of the show. That's a pick. That's a pick. Yeah, well, technically three picks because I, too, am taking Georgia Tech. Uh, I would just point out to you, however, that you have 50 bucks riding on Josh Pastner. I know, and that sucks. So now I'm I'm rethinking my pick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I am going on track record, though, and, and I, I don't trust Josh Pastner, but I do trust the way that his team is playing right now. And I will say this, Josh Pastner is a coach that I feel like when he figures out what to do with his team, sometimes it takes literally all year, but when he figures out what to do with his team, results do follow. And that it just took a long time this year because they, they lost a bunch of games in a row. They were so bad in January. It's unbelievable. But they have figured something out here lately, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm buying it at exactly the wrong time, exactly the right time for Leonard Hamilton. So, uh, you know, juice cleanses, maybe stock up the juice cleanses today with, uh, with Leonard if he can win it. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have more of this conversation. We'll also start talking a little spring practice. we got some Dabo Swinney audio, some Kate Klubnik audio. We'll play for you. 654-ROAR, you want to join us on the phone? Join the Adams Coverfing text line. Hour 1 continues after this. You can spend the new year on the water. Clemson Marina is here to get your family into the boat you have always wanted. Whether it's a 23 Triton fishing boat or one of our other great brands or models, we have you covered. At Clemson Marina, our certified techs will keep your Triton fishing boat running smoothly all season long. We also offer boat rentals, on-the-water dining at the grill, and a hassle-free boating alternative at Freedom Boat Club. Clemson Marina, your authorized Triton boat stealer. We're your locally owned Benjamin Moore retailer. We're your store for quality with brilliant and durable paints in a variety of sheens and thousands of colors. We're your store for service with one-on-one advice for contractors and homeowners. We're your local experts and we're here to help you with all your painting projects. Benjamin Moore, come see us at Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company. A winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. 
Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Hey, Anderson, if you're looking for a great place to work, Glen Raven is hiring. The maker of high-quality, world-famous Sunbrella products is looking for process operators, process technicians, quality inspectors, and material handlers. Now, they're seeking experienced pros, and they're also willing to train candidates who are new to manufacturing. So check out all the opportunities. Glen Raven offers a very competitive hourly rate, plus you'll get a $1,500 sign-on bonus. That's right, you'll get a $1,500 hundred dollar sign-on bonus so apply today you'll also enjoy generous benefits including paid vacation and holidays 401k matching a pension program free on-site medical care a 24-7 fitness center and more it's an established company with an exciting future so don't wait apply now at join.sunbrella.com you don't want to miss this opportunity apply today at join.sunbrella.com You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. Save $10 when you spend $30 on Tide and Downy. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Must buy at least one participating Tide or Draft detergent item, plus at least one participating Downy and or Bounce scent booster, liquid fabric softener, or dryer sheets. Prepaid card by mail. Visit PGLaundryRebate.com for terms and conditions. Get ready to slam dunk those dirty carpets with zero risk carpet and air duct cleaning. As the madness of March approaches, it's time to get your home in order. Zero Res uses no harsh chemicals, leaving your carpets safe for your family and your pets. Whether you're hosting a watch party or just need a refresh, the cleaning pros at Zero Res have you covered. Right now, mention my name, Mickey Plowler, at The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. If you want the full Roar experience, go check out TheRoarFM.com for all the latest updates and podcasts. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. All right, hour one continues out of bounds. Multi-side show today. Ben Milstead live inside the Upcountry Fiber studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. I'm at Duck Kingsmore Stadium and... I'm not kidding you. There are two, it looks like uh, two students maybe over toward where Central Spirit sits down the third base line, and they're just having lunch. Like they just walked in here, sat down, had some lunch. They'll probably like matriculate back out the gates. I mean, it's it's a beautiful day to just like jog through here, run the stadium steps, or do whatever you want to do. I mean, it's just, it's just gorgeous out here right now. And uh, they're getting the field ready for a little infield, outfield batting practice at the moment. And we're awaiting the arrival of the East Tennessee State Buccaneers, who come in today with a six and five record as the Tigers look to get back to five hundred. We'll have a three thirty pregame and a four o'clock first pitch with uh, Brad Owens and me on the call for that one. Uh, before we go any further, and we'll go back to the phones here. Jeff has been patiently waiting, but we got to tell you first about 
the plumbing experts. If you go to theplumbingexperts.com, uh, you will see the vast array of services that they are providing, and they are providing catastrophe services like any a plumber. They'll provide issue. Uh, they'll provide services for those nagging issues, just the the clogs and the the drains that aren't working properly and things like that. They'll they'll help make your life a little bit easier. But they want to make your life easier on the front end, especially those of you with septic tanks. And we talk about it all the time. But man, it bears repeating. They don't want to have to deal with a septic tank issue after the fact. They want to make sure you're not going to have any septic tank issues by putting you on a regular maintenance plan. That's a beautiful thing. I didn't even know you could do that. I thought you had to wait and call a plumber when disaster strikes. But the plumbing experts changing the game on this. This is a unique thing that they offer. And uh, it's, it's great. It's great to get on a regular maintenance plan where every three to five years they're going to come out, look at that the septic tank, and make sure that nothing needs to be done. And if something does need to be done, they'll go ahead and take care of it. That's the beauty of the plumbing experts. Go to theplumbingexperts.com. That's theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. Let's go to Jeff, who's up with us next. By the way, at the end of this segment, I'm going to give a trivia question. And after that trivia question, you can call in off the air and get uh, some tickets to today's baseball game. So get ready for that. And, yes, it is a baseball-themed trivia question. And I'll be honest, I don't think it's that difficult. I think it's a, a pretty easy question if you're following the program at all. Uh, let's go to Jeff now, who's up with us next on the phones. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Quack. How's it going? Good, man. Thanks for getting in. Um, yeah, I was just looking <clears> – <throat> had some of the bracketology uh, stuff that Lenardi put out. And he's got 10 teams from the Big Ten in and five from the ACC. So basically what they're telling us is that the Big Ten is twice as good as the ACC this year. Um, and if you remember, if people remember, uh, the ACC won the ACC Big Ten Challenge this year. And you could say, oh, well, you know, it's just one game. But I, I took a deeper dive and look, look back, looking back at the results of that. It actually looks worse for the Big Ten if you look at it deeper because uh, ACC won it 8-6, to six, and the Big Ten's wins were Iowa beat Georgia Tech, one of the worst teams in the ACC. Um, uh, what was it? Maryland, uh, they beat Louisville, of course, one of the worst teams in the country. And then Purdue, their, their very best team, beat Florida State, who's, you know, had a bad year and, you know, it was really bad in the non-conference. So those are three Big Ten wins that aren't, I mean, those are when they should win. Aren't, aren't super impressive looking back. And then the ACC has some wins where Northwestern, they ended up the two seed in the Big Ten, number two. Uh, Pitt beat them by 29 points. Pitt just, like, routed them. Uh, Clemson, of course, beat Penn State. Both teams are considered on the bubble. Um, Wake Forest beat Wisconsin, who Wisconsin's considered, like, right there on the bubble. While Wake Forest has a similar record to Wisconsin, and they're, like, not even, not even considered on the bubble. Uh, then maybe the NIT bubble or something, but they're like not even in the conversation. And then you've got like um, what else? Like Miami beating Rutgers and some other results. But for the most part, the ACC definitely had the better of these results. Even like taking a deeper look at them, like the one Big Ten win that you could say is maybe impressive is Illinois beat Syracuse by quite a bit. But like, and Syracuse is not even close to the tournament. So, I mean, I don't see why, why the Big Ten. Like maybe you could say by the metrics the rest of the season, it's slightly better and all of this. But for the, the gap to be 10 teams versus five from the ACC getting in just really seems ridiculous to me. Well, I would agree. And, look, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion, and, Jeff, I appreciate the phone call. That, that's great stuff mm -hmm. right there. Thank you for getting in with that. I, I think 
probably, and I, you know, Terrence Oglesby, I always try to always try to poke the bear on this because he he is beating a drum about the Big Ten being perpetually overrated every year. I mean, uh, we had Kelly Gramlick on what, a week and a half ago, and she's talking about uh, you know how the Big Ten's overrated in both men's and women's basketball, and so it's it's natural to kind of to kind of think that. Now, I do think the Big Ten is a little better than the ACC, but if you look at the net rating, Ben, this is this is staggering to me. You look at the net rating, the difference between the Big Ten and the ACC in my mind is the presence of Purdue. Besides that, the second best net rating in the Big Ten is twenty nine, Indiana. The second best net rating in the ACC is uh, it, it's it's Duke number one, and then it's Virginia number two. That's right around 28, 29, 30, something like that. It's it's literally the same, and they've got several teams. The Big Ten, the, the difference the difference in the Big Ten is they've got several teams that are in that thirty to sixty range, where and they don't have the the depth of bottom feeders like Georgia Tech. We know Georgia Tech and Boston College and Florida State and Louisville are really killing the conference to some degree. But that's it. That's the whole difference. And and Jeff is right. The fact that there are 10 Big Ten teams that are looking in or at bubble in or right there on the cusp of getting in from some of these people and only five in the ACC as if there is a staggering gap, there appears to be just a misapplication or a complete misunderstanding of what matters here. Yeah, and Jeff wasn't offering his opinion. I mean, he was that he was giving you stats there um, to illustrate – what the net and I guess the national folks think about the Big Ten? Consider this, Quag. Ohio State is 13th in the conference right now in basketball. They're next to last. Yet they are two spots behind Clemson in the net. Their resume features two wins and 12 quad one losses. True. And, you know, and you say, well, what about the quad four? Well, they have a quad four loss, too. So that like that is that is proof there that the net cares more about a team losing to good teams than it does pretty much anything else. Uh, two and twelve in quad one in quad one games. You want to add in quad two, uh, seven and sixteen is their record in quad one and two. Seven and sixteen, but yet they are two spots behind Clemson. That's that's nuts. It is. Uh, look, it is it is astounding that there are teams like Ohio State who hasn't won a game in forever. I mean, they just don't beat anyone. That they were in bubble conversations as recently as like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, Wisconsin. We talked about Wisconsin. They are seven and eleven since the flip of the calendar to twenty twenty three with a net of seventy eight at the moment, and yet they are still hanging on in brackets with a sub-500 league record. Uh, I'll even go further. I think Illinois is a good team. Ben, Illinois has a th- the number 33-ranked net with a 2-10 and 10 record in quad one games. You know who had a similar uh, a similar resume as that? Uh, Clemson and NC State, back when they were in the mid, uh, the mid to upper 30s in the net, and neither one of them got in. But Illinois is probably going to be a higher seed in their first game. Michigan, 3-11 and in quad one. Penn State, losing record in quad one. Rutgers, losing record in quad one. Iowa, losing record in quad one. Maryland, three quad one wins. They're a top 30 with 20, with 20 wins on the season. You look at their quad one wins. You know what? If we're going to parse Clemson's quad one wins, here are Maryland's quad one wins. Purdue, home. Indiana, home. Miami, neutral. How about beating somebody on the road, Maryland? Their best road win of the whole year is at Minnesota. They haven't beaten anybody on the road. They've got all these losses, but because they played all these tough road 
games. They didn't win them all, sure, but they did play them. And th- and they've got a they've got a net bin that it's astounding to me. You look at you look at Maryland. They've got 20 wins. Congratulations. There are other teams <laughs> with 20 wins that are 40 spots worse in the net that have actually beaten people. I can, if if you look at Maryland and you look at Clemson, you might say that Maryland in a neutral floor might have the advantage on Clemson. I'm looking at the resumes, Ben. It ain't close. Maryland hasn't beaten a godforsaken soul on this entire schedule away from home except Miami on a neutral, again, neutral floor. We're not talking about going into other people's buildings. But I see people, and I'm going to get mad about this again today. I'll probably get mad about it every day. I see people saying, well, Clemson's got four quad one wins, but they're not the right wins. You know what they are? They're road wins. Three of Clemson's quad four wins have come on other people's home floors. Maryland can't go to anybody's building except Minna freaking Soda, who is terrible. They are the worst Power 5 team that I've seen in years, not named Louisville or South Carolina this year. They are an atrocity. They are what DePaul is every single year, except DePaul is better than Minnesota this year. That's the only building they can go in and win. It's ridiculous, Ben. It's absolutely offensive to the sensibilities of basketball fans. And the Big Ten needs to be eradicated from the earth because this is ridiculous. <laughs> if they're going to get this type of treatment, then why does any other conference participate? Why can't we just have a Big Ten Invitational and get a hey, – you know, I'm a big Indiana fan. Man, Indiana, Indiana's got a couple good wins. Indiana probably going to go to the Sweet 16. They don't have any teams that are Final Four candidates except Purdue. And Purdue's not really a Final Four candidate because all they do is blow leads now. I'm done. Was there anybody, like, mowing the field that stopped and looked up at the press box <laughs> during that? I've got the window closed just for okay. this. Uh, yeah, just just for this situation right here because I want them to focus and do well at their Were job. you seated or standing? I was seated, but I was leaning. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, I I do think the Big Ten is a good conference. I like I, I really do. Got no problem saying they are better than the ACC overall. I, my my issue there though is that the powers that be would have you to believe that it's an enormous gap between the two. Yeah, you know what? They probably are better this year, but not to the extent that. Everybody wants you to believe, and I'm and I'm just thinking, you know, in fairness, Penn State comes to Clemson. I remember the day after that game, or the next day on the air, saying, uh, you know, Clemson beat a beat a beat an NCAA tournament team. They, you know what? I mean, I, they played like it then. I I remember saying it, but you but the fact is, you still beat them, and and I don't have a problem with Penn State being in. Where I have a problem is that Penn State and Clemson should be peers. They should be treated equal. Instead, Penn State is one of the first four with a bye. Clemson is eight spots away from being in the tournament at all. That's the problem that I have. It's it's not that it's not against any one team. It's that those teams they're they're clearly peers and if you if you have a doubt uh who is better, we saw it play out on the on the court yet they are, you know, what a total of 15 spots different. That's right. We'll talk about this more in hour two next. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the roar. One day, your Honda, Acura, Lexus, or Toyota is going to need an oil change. And there's that question, where do I take it? Before you make that decision, ask yourself what you're getting. Do they test drive your vehicle? 
Do they rotate your tires? Do they glance at the brakes? Or remove the tires and provide an exact measurement of your brake pads? What about suspension? Fluids? At First Class Halt, an oil change means so much more than routine maintenance. Come experience the difference. Firstclasshalt.com, your dealership alternative in Anderson and Greenville. The world is turned upside down and it's hard to make sense of it all. The alpha male is under attack and people are more worried about personal